0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear here with...
0: Jason Shear.
1: He's a little giggly tonight, Sunday, when we're I did recording this. I
0: did an intro and Shelby's response was, quote, what the beep is wrong with you, so...
1: Yeah, so he... We- this is like take twenty. Um, so welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. Two,
0: take twenty.
1: Take twenty nine. Uh, we're here to do a recap from all the fun recruiting things that about happened some this weekend. Show. Uh penetrators <laughs> from Michael Luke. Michael if you listen to Michael Luke's uh pod is it a podcast? Live cast, whatever it was, I might have made a guest appearance the other day and it was you're an funny. Animal. You know, whatever. If you know, you know. Anyway, we had a lot of um, recruiting awesomeness that happened this weekend.
0: Let's explain to people my life here. Okay, yeah, let's do it. I stayed home all day Friday. Yep. I, uh, you know, I, there was a chance that Johnson was going to announce on Friday. Someone told me whatever. Mm-hmm. Saturday, I stayed home. You did. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to take Aurora to her friend's house real quick. Grab a coffee. I'll be back in 15 minutes. We're good. It's 4 o'clock. This thing may not even be happening today. Right. Whatever. I drop her off. I get my coffee. Get back. You know, whatever. Get to the light. It is the one intersection in Tucson where your phone really does not work very well. It is Ina and Thornydale.
1: Yeah, I don't know. What's up with that?
0: And then commitment. Boom. Commitment. Boom. So I'm driving. I'm I'm texting. I'm not driving, in. that's but you know. If
1: you were driving in texting, that's I
0: would have. That would have been the time to do it. If I did that stuff. Mhm. And yeah, that's my life. Can't even. I mean, get you're, coffee. Welcome. No, I, you're welcome. No, you're welcome.
1: I think I tweeted all of this. You're welcome. Um, and it's just really good luck for all of us when you leave the house. That's is basically. What?
0: I think you just divorced me. I
1: think when you leave the house to get me coffee. It's a good thing. Are
0: you asking me to leave the house?
1: <laughs> a lot of people are asking you to leave the house. It sounds like people want to pay for our vacation sometimes. Um, anyway, Arizona received my a commitment from Kishad Johnson. How did it play out? My house. Do you want to do this podcast or you just want to sing?
0: I definitely want to sing. Um, yeah, so the way it played out was as follows. The, as I posted after the visit to Arizona, it went really well. After that visit, Arizona was the clear favorite. Oklahoma was in there. USC wound up getting a few more commitments, so they were out. And Arizona made the decision to basically let Kasha Johnson visit Kentucky. Um, There are coaches that are very good at making sure that commits, recruits, whatever it may be, don't visit other schools and end their recruitment right there and then. If you want to go to Arizona, commit right now. And the recruitment, let's announce this weekend. Johnson was basically loud or whatever to Kentucky. And then what happens with when Kentucky is recruiting a kid, we see it a lot, is everyone assumes that kid is going to Kentucky. So like Shaw Johnson goes live on Instagram and makes a joke to Calipari about wanting a ring. People on the message boards and on social media go, oh, that's the recruitment. It's over. He just said, can I get a ring with you, coach? What else does he mean? things like that. And all of a sudden everyone's like, well, we're losing them, but Arizona never really went anywhere. And, you know, there was some smoke, you know, actually at one point there was some smoke, uh, some people I know that are associated with the Oklahoma program thought that they had a legit chance of landing him. Kentucky thought they had a legit chance of landing him when all along, it was probably Arizona. Um, you know, look, Tommy Lloyd, was that the decision? That's not something you just jump in a, a plane. I mean, I guess you can, but that's something that you got to kind of plan out a little bit. Um, and yeah, I mean, Arizona was in the lead after the visit and basically held off some other schools and, and landed the, the guy that they wanted.
1: And all's well that ends well. Thank God. And Tommy Lloyd can apparently recruit. That's not to be understated. That's a,
0: that's a later question, Shelby. Later
1: question. Um, what type of player is Arizona getting?
0: This is a no banter podcast.
1: No banter. Tur, Do you like my little echo?
0: I'm telling you, we need like gunshot. Like,
1: wow. like
0: show be in the mother house. Wow. Um, Arizona. So I like what someone said on the message board. I don't remember who it was. So I. I. But if it's you, you, tweet
1: at Jason.
0: Um, But basically, Shaw Johnson is the type of player where you focus on what he can do really well and not what he can not do as well, right? Like, he's not an atrocious shooter, but that's clearly not his game. His game is defense. His game is rebounding, versatility, athleticism, etc. Focus on that. Could he be better offensively than we think? Yes, because he's clearly playing in a much better offensive system at Arizona than he did at San Diego State. But we know what we're getting in certain areas. Like, I love his Uless, You know, I know he gets a bad rap with some people. He averaged 20 and 10. You're not replacing those numbers with anyone in the portal. Like, how many guys... Like, people were, were saying throughout the process... We have to replace Azulis and all that. We've talked about this. But yeah, but you're not replacing his production with one guy. It's just that's not out there. Like, remember, guys, Azulis did something that only six players in Pac 12 history have done, and that includes him. So only five before him, I believe. So, how do you improve the team? Well, as much as we like Azulis, we know that he wasn't the toughest guy, and we know he wasn't the best defender. So, you look at Kashad, and you go, he's probably just as good. As a Julius in transition and running the court and getting feeds. If you want to say he's not as good, that's fine. I'll accept it. He is absolutely a better defender and more athletic than a Julius. There's no debate. A Julius will never be able to guard a three. Kashad could probably guard a certain type of wing, right? So another thing is, you know, a Julius is a very quiet basketball player. I don't count that as a bad thing. I just think some guys are. Quiet and some guys are leaders and they rally people around them. To me, you can still be a good player and not be a leader. That's, right. you that's can, fine you me. You
1: can be an introvert and still be a basketball right. star. You're just not going to be the gregarious guy, and that's okay. Like
0: Hawaii Leonard is an awesome basketball player. i oh, The guy says three words, right?
1: Kevin Durant is not a particularly extroverted person. Right. And I know
0: they get criticism in certain areas, whatever. Because Shaw Johnson is that dude. He's going to come in demand the respect of his teammates and be a leader right away. And that's something that is very different than a jewelist. He is not going to match the offensive production, but personally, I don't see why 12 and eight can't be an expectation for shot. And I think that is more than, you know, he averaged whatever it was seven and five at San Diego state. I would be shocked if he didn't score considerably more, especially with transition opportunities and things like that, better passing, better offensive system as a whole. And I think he'll get more rebounds and um, things like that. And 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 I like him. It's different. Like the team overall is very different. And I joked on the message board like Sean Miller would adore this type of team. Long, athletic, uh, maybe not the best offensively, but they're going to defend their ass off and give it their best shot every single game. It is very different than we've seen under Tommy Lloyd the first two years. But clearly, um, you know, this is this is kind of where you know where we're headed. But um Johnson and, and Tommy Lloyd in Arizona wanting him makes, makes a ton of sense when you look at the overall picture.
1: All right. And what does this say for Tommy Lloyd and his staff?
0: It says two things. I think more so than the recruiting, it shows that, you know, after the, the loss to Princeton, Tommy Lloyd didn't go to the podium and weep, didn't complain, you know, said that he felt the future of the program was still bright, program would bounce back and some people just didn't want to hear it you know they wanted him to go scorched earth um, and I think some people kind of made the mistake of thinking that Tommy doesn't care as much uh, Tommy Lloyd cares a ton he just doesn't show it like other people showed he, he was not a happy camper by any means after the Princeton game the first tough decision he made of that offseason was parting ways with Kirk Kreisa. Um if you asked him why he would just tell you it was time it was time for Kerr. It was time for Arizona. It was just time to go. There were people that didn't think Tommy had that in him, right? Tommy said, we need to get more athletic, and we need to get tougher. So he goes after Nembard. Doesn't get him. The world ends. But bounces back by getting Jaden Bradley, who as you can criticize the shooting with him as well. The stats, it's all backed up. He's good at getting in the paint. He's going to draw fouls. He, we know he's a solid guard in terms of ball handling and all that. But we know that he is a defensive upgrade at the the bare minimum. He's a defensive upgrade over Kirk So then it's like, okay, what else? Well, you know, we need to bring in some quality size. You know, we don't know what to expect. So we go and we get a European player, right? Well, they got another one coming that is going to be even better. Figuring he goes, gets to campus, all that. You just never know. That's still the expectation and all that. But, you know, we're not going to talk about him until it's announced. Goes out and gets Keshawn Johnson. Like we just said, athletic, tough, all that. He's going to go out and get a guard. We're going to find out who that is. Maybe he gets two guards. So we know that Tommy Lloyd is able to look at his team, assess what they need, and succeed in getting them. But the biggest thing is he's able to adjust. Arizona was not tough enough against Princeton, as lame-ass as that sounds. They weren't. So he went and he got toughness at certain positions, Right. Because, you know, you can ask Tommy, and, and Tommy will say it, and then he'll hint at it when he's talking about injuries, and he basically says, I don't care. You either can play or you don't. I don't want to hear about your bumps and bruises. If you come to me with an injury, it likely means you can't play. That's fine. Um, the other thing it says is, all of a sudden, the guy who couldn't recruit is recruiting. Got Jaden Bradley, when a lot of people were saying that it was a bidding war and all that, which it wasn't, but got Jaden Bradley over some decent recruiting schools. Went to Europe and got guys that, you know, Europe, when you land players, is still recruiting. You're dealing with clubs. You're dealing with money. You're dealing with other schools getting involved, right? You're still recruiting. It may be a little different than domestic, but there's still factors that you got to get past. Then he goes and gets Kashaw Johnson from Kentucky. And when you go to -to head-to-head with John Calipari, and I know there's the whole, maybe Arizona offered him a bigger role, whatever. You're still going head-to-head with a guy that you can legitimately make an argument is the best recruiter of all time. Head-to-head, John Calipari may legitimately be the best recruiter of all time, and if he's not, he's up there. Now, they're not having great success with the transfer portal, that I'll admit, but he's still John Calipari. He's still a guy where when Arizona lost Nemhard, there were people wondering if Tommy Lloyd was going to go the Mike Hopkins route, where he would stop being able to recruit. There were people that were wondering if Tommy Lloyd could recruit ever again. And then he got Carter Bryant. But still, that's a high school kid. What about the portal? And then he goes and he gets this. It's oh, blah, blah, blah. Arizona's going to be fine.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
0: It is a frustrating process to watch it all play out. There's no doubt about it. I know everyone wants the Arkansas route where you land eight guys in two days and you're done, right? It's just Tommy's not that type of dude. Fit is very, very important. I know that there's multiple players in the portal where I said to myself, oh, Arizona's mentioned they've reached out. Arizona might recruit them. And Tommy Lloyd has watched film and goes, not good enough. That's it. Like Chance McMillan at Grand Canyon when he transferred Texas Tech, he was one of them. Arizona could have got him. Not a great fit, not good enough. Um, Darian Williams, the kid at Nevada, that wound up also going to Texas Tech. Tommy Lloyd, I think Arizona probably could have got him. He could have played the four. Tommy said, no, I don't think he's good enough. And so that that is, you know, when you talk about offers and all that, Very, very rarely is Arizona, under Tommy Lloyd, offering someone that they don't think is good enough. And we may think it's good enough, but if Tommy doesn't, it's irrelevant.
1: Uh, Yeah, because he's like the head coach, and his opinion matters the most, and he kind of knows what he's doing. So hopefully everyone settles down now that we are starting to see what this team is going to look like. There could be a couple more surprises, maybe. Like, you know, you know. I don't know. Might have heard something, you know, living in this house. Be quiet. Um, but the point is, is he's really good at what he does. And we're, re- we're really lucky to have him as our coach.
0: He's a smart dude. I he's think people need to give credit. Dude. He might be, do things a different way, but I don't think there's any denying his level of coaching acumen and intelligence.
1: He's not Sean Miller. And uh, he's not loot And that's okay. What? what? He's gonna. He's he's an introverted guy too.
0: And he's a different that, type of guy because yeah. he comes off as quiet, but when you meet him, he'll he'll tell you a lot. <laughs> so he's,
1: he'll be kind of chatty, like yeah, my dad. And
0: he curses quite a bit. And uh, yeah, it's nice. He likes beer and pickleball. Yeah, beer and pickleball.
1: Pickleball. All right. So what is next for Arizona basketball?
0: So we know I'm very confident saying they're gonna land another guard. Um, now there is a possibility of. Two guards, and the reason I say that is because let's say Arizona goes out and lands DeMarco Dunn, right? And I've reached out to DeMarco Dunn. He hasn't got back to me yet. He's being quiet. Arizona's being quiet. A lot of transfer portal stuff, if you notice nationally, has gone quiet because there's less guys in the portal this time of year. So it's actually quieter throughout. Um, But I like DeMarco Dunn's potential, right? And this is just an example. I don't know if he's the guy that I'm referring to. But let's say Arizona gets him. It's really hard to bring a a guy like that uh, off the bench as your first guard off the bench because it's hard to get potential over production as your main guard off the bench because what happens if he doesn't reach that potential? Well, now you're screwed. But you can add a guy like him and you can add another guard who's got production. You say, look, DeMarco, you may not get a ton of minutes this year. We hope you do. That'd be great. But you're going to work with us and we're going to get you on the court towards the end of the season, whatever it may be. But we're going to add another guard in here that we know is going to, like, pull I just, Jake, White, right? Everybody knows pulling on the message boards um, from Riverside. Again, random names. But you, you bring in a guy that averages a lot of points, has played, has experience, and then a guy like DeMarco, I could see you adding two guards, or they just add one guy who's just right away production, and they just leave an open spot. TBD. There's a lot of moving parts still.
1: Ooh. Intriguing. Okay. Well, moving on.
0: And I also will say before we go, it's going to be a very busy week because guys are going to start pulling out of the draft this week. Okay. In the next 10 10 days, you need to pull out the draft. Um, I believe it's going to start tomorrow. I've already heard some names of guys that are going to pull out the draft. Those are ones I would definitely pay attention to.
1: Hmm. Okay, uh, can I, can we move on now?
0: I'm glad you asked, Shelby. You see, yeah.
1: Okay, uh, Arizona football, football received a commitment from Montana. What, okay, I got this. From Montana's,
0: Montana. no, Montana
1: Lemonius Craig. Oh, uh,
0: someone on the board said Montana Lemon Cake.
1: Montana Lemon Cake Craig, no, Montana Lemonius <laughs> Craig,
0: MLC what, is what we call them.
1: What me. went into the thought process from Arizona?
0: MLC. So people say Arizona's fine at wide receiver. And I've said that Arizona's fine at wide receiver. But the way it was described to me is consistency and competition matter. And when you take a look at the slot mm-hmm. receivers, like Malachi is awesome. He's on the outside. A.J. Jones is awesome. He's on the outside. Kevin Green is your slot receiver. Backing him up, you kind of had a little bit of a a gap, like they were playing a walk-on at, at some points. Kevin Green, throughout the spring and last year, battled inconsistency where you'd watch him one practice and he was awesome. Spring game, great. Then you watch him the next practice and you wouldn't even know he's on the field. Like he was literally, there were practices where he was battling Jalen Clark, I believe, off the top of my head, uh, Jaden Clark, Jaden Clark, for playing time, a walk on, and and that's not me knocking Clark. That's just how it is. So, if you're a team like Arizona who's trying to make their first bowl, and
1: they got goals, man, a
0: lot of years, and you feel that you can upgrade out of position, you upgrade out of position. And Lamonius Craig is the dude that in Colorado spring game went off, great size. Uh, they like him quite a bit. If they bring him on and he's not very good, he won't play. But they obviously think he's good or else they wouldn't have brought him on. But Auburn was in there for a little bit. But when he hit the portal, I actually posted that Arizona would be amongst the leaders because Armon Hawkins was on that Colorado staff and it's close to Montana. Arizona hired him. I mean, Armand Hawkins was a coach at Arizona and retweeted montana entering the portal like that i mean they're they're close and so yeah that was pretty much uh, unless arizona chose not to go in that direction um it was pretty much always arizona from what i understand
1: great we're we're amassing a whole bunch of players with really cool names
0: montana um so
1: montana my name is actually
0: jason matthias
1: your middle name would be more interesting if it was like matthias instead of Matthew but. oh my
0: god Shelby why don't you just give people my social security now too? <laughs> holy shit
1: you always say that when I say your middle oh, name oh
0: my god go ahead give them my I didn't
1: say your other middle name though so it's not your full name Shlomo. you're fine <laughs> well you just gave her
0: my Hebrew name <laughs> is Shlomo have fun everyone <laughs> Shelby will be laughing
1: anyway everyone. um okay Shlomo
0: bon Pesach.
1: you're very interruptive tonight would you like to take a sip of your Starbucks and
0: do... 30, 30 Starbucks at 10.30 is where it's at.
1: Yeah, we don't sleep around here. Um, all right, well, should people be worried about Kevin Green Jr.'s position in the rotation? Yeah. We what are you laughing at?
0: I, was, I winked at you when you said that we don't sleep much around here, but you didn't pick up what I'm putting down.
1: All right, anyway... <laughs> Obviously, we need to go to bed.
0: Um, yeah, look. I mean, I just said it. Like, Kevin Green, if he becomes more consistent and continues to compete, he's going to find the field.
1: He needs to step up, man. But
0: if he's not better than Lamonius Craig, he's not going to see the field. Should you be worried? If you're a fan of him, you, yeah, I guess so. But instead of worry, I would say motivated. This
1: is like friendly competition. Yeah.
0: Like, he should absolutely be motivated. Um, you know, like, we thought Arizona was decent on the defensive line. They go to Indiana and bring in CEO. Well, now all of a sudden, if you were Tyler Manoa or the other guy, whatever, you better be motivated because this kid's coming to play. Like these guys are coming to play. And if they're good enough to play, they are. That, that's It's just that simple. Jed would say the same thing. That And remember what Jed said after the spring game. We're not adding someone that we don't feel will contribute right away. The only way we're adding dudes from the transfer portal is if we're, they're able to play right now. So the the expectation for Montana, the other guys that Arizona may land in the portal in the future, is that they're gonna play right away,
1: which is awesome. We were just looking at the Arizona football schedule right away, and Shelby I'm,
0: said twelve wins.
1: I I did not eleven. It's my a bad. little ambitious. <laughs> I definitely think a bowl game this year, though. I good feel I'm feeling good about it.
0: It's on. It's five wins now. On on. I mean, it's c- very attainable. Caesars. Yeah.
1: So we'll see. Also, we did look at the schedule and the bye week is October 21st, which is perfect because that is Marana's Fall Festival that I plan for the town of Marana. So everyone can go to Marana's Fall Festival that day. There you go. There you go. Boom. Done. Already got your plans for October 21st. Bang, bang. Anything else recruiting wise you want to preview or
0: Not yet. Tease? But we'll find out. It's
1: going to be a busy week. It could be. It'll be sleepy and quiet and bam, two commitments.
0: Yeah, it's going to be one of those probably. We'll All right, see. we'll I don't find know. out. I don't want to get people's hopes up, and then they yell at me that nothing happened. I don't know what's going on.
1: Oh, don't yell at Jason. It makes him sad. Oh, honey. On that note. Goodbye to you. Bear, bear down.
0: down. Also of note, uh, this is the last week of the middle school. For Aurora. So if you guys need me, I'll be in the corner crying, telling myself how old I've become.
1: Yeah, we're going to have a freshman in high school. Christ. It's kind
0: of weird. Mountain, do you stand up?